Okay, Boker Tov. Today's staff is Chavav, and we are caught up. We're going to start with some Mishnah. I should just mention very briefly two things from yesterday. One was, uh, as people might have seen, Charlie sent out by email about the here, jumping elephant here, according to Tosos. When the more talks about these uh, bundles of twigs, Rashi says it's just walking on top of the twigs, so it's a Hagbah that you get the elephant to, you know, to, uh, to move off of the ground. Uh, it is interesting, you know, again, that you don't need to actually lift it to do Hagbah, and there is that question about three tfachim or one tfachim but Tosa says you hold some type of a twig with a leaf up high and the elephant jumps for it and as uh, Charlie who just walked in point, you know a number of people pointed out yesterday's elephants don't jump um, and apparently nothing Swiftkin who does all this stuff on animals or whatever wrote a whole essay about that about that mistaken assumption about whether elephants jump and whether Tosos ever even saw an elephant and he actually said that somebody tried to defend Tosos by saying that Tosos was talking about an elephant on a trampoline so <laughs> go figure that one out that's a much more reasonable explanation um, the other thing that I wanted to say which I got rushed at the end of yesterday is we were talking about a hierarchy of kinyanim right so if you say hagba works you know, you do hagba by behemadaka. Uh, what you're saying is, because you're emphasizing the what's considered the top level, is what you're saying is the other lower kinyanim don't work. Mashiach doesn't work. Masira doesn't work, and so on. So it's important to understand what's considered to be the stronger one. So when you read the statement in the Gemara that Masira works by behemagasa, is that saying Masira only and not Mashiach? That's the way Rashi reads it. Or are you saying even Masira and certainly Mashiach works? You know, and there's the question about you know what sort of is the hierarchy anyway but the assumption is once you generally paskin that a number of kinyanim work like by a behemadaka if you paskin that mashiach works hagba works etc then you could use anyone you know whichever you know you know the, you have the range available to you but based on some other gesugya um, there's a position of uh, the rashbam that in some places you know if you have uh, if you can choose between mesira and mashiach you have to do mashiach like you have to do the stronger one and if you did the weaker one it wouldn't work if you have both available to you and um, Tosfos really like strongly objects to that and it's just such a good line or Rabbeinu Tom does I just wanted to read it inside so if you look at it it's like uh, ten lines before the Tosfos ends the line starts with the word Lemiknaye so Tosfos says right or like if you look one line above, the kivan de efsher chashuv in a certain type of a place like a simta, whatever, where you could do mashicha, which is the better kinyan. Lav garua. Then mesira wouldn't work. Okay, and then he says, so he says if you have to, if you can choose in a certain place you can do both, you have to do mashicha. Mashicha is better than mesira. So he says rabbeinatam hitshapay, which is a rashbam. Rabbeinatam asa this v'chim mitzvahein mashicha mesira. Are they like mitzvos shemevatlo? Would do that we're doing like one mitzvah is mevatel the other one the um, you know she'ain lasos el min amuvchar you have to do the best mitzvah you have to do the mitzvah min amuvchar you can't do the weaker kid it's you know who cares it's not like an idea that there's some ritual value or even some legal value if it affects the transfer what difference does it make if it's what's normally considered a weaker Kenyan or a stronger Kenyan if we pass in both works why should you be forced to do something that is considered normally to be the better one right the better 
says that's not relevant. If we paskin in a particular case, both work. You should be able to choose either one. Anyway, I just thought it was such a great line that our kinyanim, you know, you know, are they mitzvahs shemavatlas Um Presumably, the, the the logic of the Rashbam is is you know yes that in a certain type of that if the idea of a kinyan is to demonstrate bylus and ownership, and you're able to demonstrate a more meaningful ownership, right? Especially if you think like Tosa says that Mesira is very weak. I mean, Mashiach is, is strong. Hadba might be stronger, but they're both strong kinyanim. So you do Mashiach, it doesn't mean like it's not good because you could have done Hadba. That was a very good demonstration of ownership. But Mesira seems that Tosa is saying is like a weaker demonstration. You're just holding on to the reins. It's not something that demonstrates like full. You're not picking it up. You're not drawing it to you. It's a weaker type of a thing. So by if it's the only thing available, then in a vacuum it can work. But when there's other types of ways of demonstrating ownership available to you, then that actually, relative to that, means that you didn't do anything meaningful. In this context, it's not a meaningful act, because you could, if you were really the owner, you would have done something more significant. So anyway, that's an interesting question in thinking of the hierarchy. Are there cases where you should do, you know, where, where because you have both available, you're supposed to do the higher one? Right. About whether you own something or not. Or not necessarily ownership, but if you violate, if you violated or, or fulfilled a condition of the law. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, example, I feel like there is, you know, in contemporary. There are questions of degree. And more kind of latitude driven. Uh-huh. Interesting, interesting. Right, right. And it's also not binary in the sense that I've talked about a hierarchy, but one could imagine, right, one could imagine where you say that some kinyanim are just, are, are not really, re- you know, like, uh, relevant to the others. Like in the Mesira Mashiach question, you could have said, Mashiach doesn't work by certain animals, because they're, like a horse, fundamentally what ownership is demonstrated is by taking the reins, and not, you know, but, or whatever, you know, and other types of things. It's only Mashiach and not Mesira. Anyway, but that's all. But that is the general sense that there is a hierarchy, and that if you say that the lower thing can work, obviously the higher one can work. But if you say you have to do like, you know, hagba by behemagasa, which is like what you know the whole thing with the elephant, as Yosef was saying, presumably your point is to say you can't do the lower level kinyanim. Okay. Um, now the Gemara says like this. Now we move from metaltalin from cattle to land. So let's take a look at the mission on the top of Chafav. Objects that have achrayut, that have liens, which basically means real estate and land. Um, I believe that it, that the thing is that the, in the uh, older Mishnayot, the the word you know the, that was the way of referring to karka. They didn't use the word karka. It was nechasim sheisham Sometimes you have these more um, uh, antiquated phrases, which really demonstrates the sense that this is a very like older. This is an older Mishnah. Um, you have it also, I think. In uh, I'm trying to remember. There's an early mission in Babakama that's similar about how it refers to hektish and chulin, and it also uses like an er- earlier terms which have, which went out of use sort of later on. Anyway, it's uh, certainly as we mentioned when we began the Masechet, these mishnayot that are all about this, these degrees of kinyanim and very well organized. You know, we're, you know, a woman, slave, Hebrew slave, not you know, you know, evetnani, you know, cattle, etc., etc., and it's very sort of a tight, you know, uh, 
um, uh, organization around a tight theme um, is a really very early collection of Mishnayot. So Nechazim Sheishlam Achrayis refers to basically um, uh, real estate because then they have liens because when you make a loan there's a lien on the real estate. So those Nikdim Bekezer B'Shar B'Chazaka are acquired with money with uh, a writ with a document and with Chazaka with taking possession. There's actually a very interesting debate about Kesef because normally you would assume Kesef means when you pay the full value but because by Kiddusha Isha we say Kesef is symbolic and it's a pruta there becomes a whole interesting question about whether if you pay the first pruta towards the purchase of the land whether that becomes a Kenyan Kesef um, and you could conceptualize that as two ways you could say if, I mean you could say it doesn't you have to pay the full amount but if you say it do, does you could conceptualize it in two ways you could conceptualize it as you do have to pay the full amount but as soon as I pay one dollar and then, then we're, what we're really saying is well consider it like I paid the rest and you lent me back the money and now I have a debt on the money not because I haven't paid not because it's the unpaid purchase price but because essentially you've advanced to me the money um, so that's one way of conceptualizing it another way of conceptualizing it is no as soon as you pay any amount towards it that affects the Kenyan so that's interesting you know what Kesef means once we say Kesef means a pruta by Kiddusha Isha so okay means, yeah is that a debate that kind of thing um, I mean maybe it's brought in but it's I mean there's obviously some parallel there, yeah. We have the same discussion by the the, the Kenyan Ganesha, right? That like if you said that you were going to give her oh right the guy who was counting out the money and before he finished yeah that's actually a good point right the guy said I'm going to marry you with 50 whatever and he was counting out the money and whether he meant the pruta chrona right that's actually more of a parallel right so that's a, that's a good point but that was like when you were in the in the middle of you know it was clear the process was handing over the money right but you're right you so that's somewhat being conceptualized here like even without that being in the process you sort of see it as, as, as that way yes it's not the, it's not the same as uh, land obviously but there's a mission in the last chapter see it where so a merchant who sells something and doesn't get paid right away uh, that kind of debt is not treated the same right. way as the debt right that's another excellent point right if you haven't paid up the balance of what you owe to a merchant is that a halva that gets annulled during Shemitah or an unpaid right. debt through purchase but not a loan right so those are all very relevant and interesting anyway but rather the real question here is is that do we learn from Kedusha Isha that it's of the first dollar that that symbolically is enough or is it fundamentally the full amount okay Ubishtar which we'll see what that is in the Gemara but basically the Moche writes on the document Sedim Chorilcha I'm giving you my hands over the document Ubichazaka which we will see some sense of physical taking possession and here of course is why Karka is different than Metaltalin because Metaltalin is movable and therefore you can actually do things to move it draw it into you you know raise it up and so on this you cannot do and there are other things that are more signified um, um, also just the question about how do you establish ownership like how do you you know, pr- you know not how do you transfer ownership but how do you presume ownership by chat you know the normal what is it possession is nine tenths of the law which in in uh, the Gemara terminology is there's a presumption that anything that's under your control is yours meaning if it's in your pocket on your person in your house so that's why those are the types of kinyanim also that work by metaltalin because we normally presume that if you're controlling it and it's on your person and in your house etc chutzar all those types of things yad you know hagba, mashicha that's a presumption of ownership but by karka 
just because you're on somebody's, you're on a piece of land is not a presumption of ownership, right? So there's no, what are you going to do that's going to demonstrate the ownership? And some of these things, like Kesef, is not an ongoing way of demonstrating the ownership, right? It's a momentary transaction. You know, Chazaka is more, also not an ongoing way, because you do an act and then you walk off of the property. It's not like it stays in your house, like bike shadow. But nevertheless, these are, you know, different ways of demonstrating ownership, which are necessary because you don't have the more sort of, you know, certain like the more self-evident ways, you know, or intuitive ways that exist by chattel when it's just on your person, on your property, you're, 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 you know, you're controlling it and so on. So that's why you have these things that more focus on the act of the, of the exchange, the Kesef, the Shtar, and the Chazaka, but we will talk about them. Okay, She'ena Machrayas now, goes on to say the following, She'ena Machrayas, those that do not have liens, which means chattel, like, you know, and before we're talking about animals, but any type of inanimate, movable object, um, that's with Mashiach. So while by animals we discussed Mesira and Hagbah, etc., here it says everything, because presumably this is now talking more, also more generically, also of inanimate objects, is all by Mashiach. Hagbah would obviously also work, but uh, Mesira was limited to possibly certain types of animals. Okay? Now here's another way that you can acquire chattel, um, because, um, which is, if you acquire karka, then with Kesef Shar and Chazaka, then you can acquire chattel together with that karka. So the Gemara is going so basically, well, that's going to be the question. Is it as long as it's on it or not? Okay, so, so Michael here wants to sell me his couch, and he also is going to sell, sell me his uh, yard. So, so uh, if I take possession of the yard, I can also own the couch. And the question is, does the couch have to be in the yard or not? So we'll see about that. And then it reverses directions. The Zogakim now, the chattel, the chattels, on the one hand, the land can, if you buy the land, the chattel can be purchased together with the land, can transfer with the land. On the other hand, if you start with the chattel, it can slip along the land in the following way. You don't take an oath on land. You only take an oath on chattel. Like if I say, you let me, you know, you, you, stole, you, you stole something, well, that's, well, let's just say, you know, you let me $100, I, I lent you $100, no, I only took 50 take a shrua, to mud at the mixus, etc. I gave you two objects to watch, you only gave me one object, Etc. So if you have a case about land and it's, you know um, about that, then you would not take a shvua. But if I got you to take a shvua about chattel, then once I'm already forced you to take a shvua, I can say, and now I want you to swear to me about this land issue. Okay, and that's called gilgul shvua, like a rolling shvua that once you have a shvua, you can obligate a shvua in one area, you can force the person to take a shvua on a whole range of things. And so in one way, land schleps along the chattel when you take possession of the land. It's a way of transferring chattel and the chattel schleps along the land if you take a shvu on chattel you can force a shvu on land as well okay let's take a look at the Gemara a lot of things in this Mishnah the Kazef Minolan where do you know that land is, ta- is purchased with money? So, Amr Chizkiah, you learn it from Kiddusha Isha. No, Kicha Kicha, no, it's the opposite. Anyway, Amr Chizkiah, Amr Kras, Sadus Kesef Yiknu. Because it says, you shall purchase fields with money. Then that's the Pasuk in Yirmiya. Okay, um, well, we'll get to that. I mean, Tosos talk about that. The Ema Adik Ashtar, well, maybe you need both money and a star. The end of the Pasuk is, buy these fields with money and write it in a writ and sign it and you know and have witnesses sign it so it seems like you need both so the witnesses know because of Yiknu Libesov it would said Sados Bekesef 
Uksova Sefer Viknu or something like that, then it would be a hard grammar. But anyway, Kinnikamras, it'd be like you said, that the Kinyan is only with both of those combined. The verb is after the money. Give them, buy meals with money. And afterwards, after you've bought the field, write, you know, write a writ, write a document. Okay? So, Kesef Kani. So, the land, the money is what, is what takes possession. Star, Raya Ba'almahu. And the star is just as evident. You want to have a star to prove ownership. But that's not what, but that's, that's not in the case of the Pasuk, that is not what effects the change. It is true. A star can also be used to effect the transaction. But in this Pasuk, the star was only for evidence. The Kesef was effecting the transaction. Okay? So, so now. Rod, uh, 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 Michael says, "What about uh, the puzzle by Avraham?" Because I, I was uh, joking. I was saying, "Let's learn it out from Kiddusha Isha, right?" Which is obviously that's what's learned out from Karka. But that was from Avraham. So let's take a look at Tosos. I'm across Tosos because if he knew, Hadalo I see Mikrad Chsiv Gabe Ephron. Right? It says, you know, Nandhasati Kesef Hasadek Kach Mimeni. He's paying money for it. Mishum Didil Mahachanam Hani Mili Minochri Shekokin Yana Bekesef. That was from a non-Jew, and they're different. They were coming up. What? I don't know. What to say to that? Uh, but anyway, but there, um, I mean, there was other psukim by by Kiddushin about you know about uh, by by the father selling it. Right, this was one of the psukim. But anyway, um, look, we're also coming up to Pesach where you know you sell the chametz to the non-Jew, and the star of Mechiras chametz has like you know we're learning all these different kinyanim has all these different ways you know, with chalipin and with kesef and with this and with that because there's all these questions about what affects kinyanim for non-Jews, what affects kinyanim for Jews, what affects kinyanim between Jews and non-Jews. So it's not always the same. So therefore, Tosa says all things being equal, you're right. I mean, we usually use it for Kiddusha Isha, but all things being equal, we'd rather learn it not, you know, from Pasuk that's between Jews. Yes, Charlie. The Yermiyahu Pasuk, uh, the simplest way to understand it would be that these are exiles returning to buy land, presumably, from the non-Jews of Occupy. No. Um, the, uh, the, the the context in Yermiyahu was that God was sort of showing this to, um, as a way of uh, symbolizing, like, the oncoming uh, destruction. He said, you know, you should buy this land to sort of show I, I have to remember the exact context, but it was something about like showing confidence in the fact that you know in the end you'll be exiled and then you'll come back and so on. It was not. It was. It was a very specific like part of a way of of, of acting out a certain prophecy. Um, you can take a look at the context. Okay. So the one says like this. Um, okay. So back to the Gemara. Um, where is it good that money alone does it when a document is not it's not the normal practice to write a document going back to the point before that maybe the Pasuk meant both so now we're saying even though the Pasuk doesn't mean both and money is enough but very often you do you do require both in a place where it's the practice to always write a document at when the land is sold okay and presumably what this means star, is not that the practice is to, rec- to, 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 to recognize that the transaction doesn't take place without a document then it would be much more obvious oh in this place we never consider the transaction to be final unless a document is written right then it's less oh then you need a document that's less of an obvious statement it seems he's saying something even more he seems he's saying that if it's the standard thing that any possession or any, any transfer of property is always accompanied with you know registering it and writing a document of sale right even if that's you know even if that's written as a ra- 
Raya, but if that always accompanies it, then that becomes a necessary part to do the Kenyan. Okay, because then the, that, presumably because then there's like not the Mardath, there's not a, there's not a like sense of taking possession and taking ownership until you actually, you know, if these are the normal parts of what, of what it's about, then you don't really have a finalized Das until those things are taken care of. So let's take a look. Um, uh, I mean, so it says, uh, where is it? It's normal to have a writ to, as, as evidence, to register it, you know, a, a registered, you know, a writing of the uh, 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 document of it. You don't take possession until the actual writ transfers. And if you look at Rashi, he says, Rashi says, um, well, actually, Rashi says a little different than I did. Rashi says that means a shkar mechira, which is a little more of an obvious statement. So Rashi says, Lo shana the previous Rashi so Rashi says only in a place where it's not the practice to write a writ of sale so it sounds like that it means that the practice is to recognize that the writ is part of what affects the transaction so Rashi says I think a more a simpler point of, of, of saying the statement if in this place we all assume that you need a writ to effect the transaction then the money won't do it without the writ because we're all working with the assumption that only the writ is going to affect the transaction and then the Gemara continues and says but if you explicitly say that you are going to have the money alone affect the transaction then it will work because in principle money alone does work except if you change your expectations and understandings based on the norms of the based on the norms Kihad Ravidi Bar Avin like this, what Ravidi Bar Avin did Kizavin Aro when he would buy land Amar Iba'ina Bekaspa Ikni Iba'ina Bashar Ikni he would say to the purchaser because obviously the money well, not obviously like here but apparently the money would change hands before the document would be written it's easier to hand over money it takes time to write a document so he would say look I reserve the right as the purchaser to decide whether I want the Kenya to take effect at the time of the, that I handed over the money or at the time that I get the star and as long as you the seller agree to it you don't have to agree to it but as long as you two agree to it I can choose which one of those I want to work why is it to my benefit to do that because um, uh, if I want I can say that um, that the money did it so therefore the money changed hands first so if you want to back out I have the right to say no I'm not going to let you back out I already gave the money um, uh, uh, and if I want I'll say the star does it which is going to take like two weeks later to so if I want to back out after the money changed hands I'd rather be I reserve the right to back out basically right it gives me this opportunity I can lock it in now and I have the op- I can force you to, to not back out and I still have the option of backing out until the start now you've got to admit that first of all there's like a lot of implicit chidushim here you know one is is that the very first part that you know you can change the terms right you can basically say and this is true a lot in Kinyanim I'll st- start by the fact that you can create your own Kinyanim um, there's something called like a Kinyan Situmta uh, um, which basically means is like if in a certain town, the, um, the merchants have a understood way of signifying when a transaction is done, you know, let's say it's a handshake, then that actually affects the transaction. It's assumed that everybody understands, everybody's committed, there's gemardas, that, that this action you know, shows that, not, not just that we're agreeing to the transaction, that the transaction is effected, and ultimately you know, you can have a little bit, make, it, make, make your own kinyan type of a thing, you know, if there's real gemardas, and that's assumed within a certain community. Um, so 
give it like you know people say like that's like apparently in the diamond uh, industry if you say mazel bracha right that like is a signifier that the deal's done and then you can't back out I don't know if you can actually you know win that case in secular court but if you were to go to a base then that would work okay because yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know you, I think they learn how to say mazel bracha anyway <laughs> Um, so, um, so, so, if that's true, then you can also understand that, you know, here we're not even creating new Kinyanim, we're working with existing Kinyanim, Kesef and Star, and we're just sort of, you know, sort of like, sort of like the other thing we said once before, you know, about like, you know, you're reshaping it, you're saying, the, because in this place, we're going to assume that you need both of those to effect the transaction, Kesef and the Star, and Kesef alone doesn't do it, so that was like Chiddush number one, you know, um, again, let's say the star was not technically a star mechira Let, this is sort of the way I was saying it let's say the star was that we all assumed that you have to go ahead and register it in the county clerk's office right so that's a little bit different but that's how I was reading the Gemara that nevertheless you're saying like the Gemara Das is not going to happen until that final thing sort of takes place and if that's the practice then that can hold it off I think the bigger Chiddush even beyond that is this case of Ravidi Baravin because like that's giving we assume transactions are two-sided like so in a certain context we all agree that it's only going to be finished you know at a certain thing takes place right but that I have the ability to determine which is the action you know that I guess I wouldn't describe it as a as I can choose which was the Kenyan I guess I would yeah but I guess I would describe it as to me it would make more sense to say I've purchased it now but I have the right to, re- to, to retract for the next two weeks you know until this time like a right of retraction or you know a right to cancel is a little different to say I get to choose which was the Masa Kenyan to me that's like a little funny because a Kenyan is about like again I guess you can say it's a meeting of minds and we've agreed to sort of like type of a Yesh Breira you know anyway but that is a little bit strange okay so now let's continue Ubishtar yeah, so, what we're saying is just so I understand that whatever the default uh, halacha might be makes no difference if there's like a necessity practice uh, p- pretty much yes and the ability to change is only on the side of the side no, presumably the seller could say the same thing. He could say, uh, I get to choose whether it was Kesef or Star, you know, right? And so in this case, was it, or, well, the other side has to agree. It's not a race, <laughs> right? Whoever's more eager to do the transaction might wind up agreeing. Okay, Ubi Star. So the Gemara says, Minolan, where do you get this from? Ilema, Mishum, Deceive, Ksov, the same Pasuk by Yirmiya, Vamartar, Star, Raya, Ba'almu. You just said that in that conflict Pasuk, it was only about uh, you know for, uh, for to, as evidence. So elamehacha ve'kacha to say for hamikneh. It's the same from the same parsha, but in different pasuk indicates star by itself because it calls it the the book of purchase. So that effects the transaction, effects the purchase. The sale. Amar Shmuel lo shanu so ela b'shtar matana. When is it? Now we now it's the same issue in reverse. When is it that a star without money works? Right? Because you understand what what clearly is clear, is case here is that is that you know because land you don't know who owns it there's not a sense of taking possession people really want it documented and that was the point before that there's like uh, that like it's hard, that in many cases money won't be enough people don't feel they're 
you know, that they're confident with it until it's documented. On the other hand, land often is a, a, a serious amount of money, you know, you take out a mortgage or whatever, you know, to pay for, you know, so also the, the document, you can understand, also doesn't give you a sense that it's final until you got, until money has changed hands. So even though the mission says Kesef is enough and Shtar is enough, the Gemara pushes against that. It says Kesef is only enough unless there's a practice try to Shtar. Then you need both. Shtar is only enough when we're about to say when it's a Matana. But if it's a sale, you also need the Kesef. So in most basic cases, you need both Kesef and Shtar. Yes. Uh, so these no money down housing uh, deals, you can't, not really... Well, that's what we discussed before. You need at least yeah. a Pruta. That gets to the other question. Okay. So he says... Um, that's only by a writ of gift where there's no money but with a sale you have to actually give the money okay again and the way Rashi explains it is pretty much a gmardas issue right obviously the star works because it works by matana but if you're expecting money and you haven't gotten money you don't feel confident enough and there's a lack of gmardas so the Gemara says, Muslim Rav Amnuna, Rav Amnuna challenged this. Bishtar Ketzad, we have a writer that says, how do you do it with the star? You write on a piece of paper or even on a piece of pottery, which raises questions because that's forgeable, but let's say Adim Mesira Karti or whatever, has all questions about whether you need Adim by a star Mechira. Even if the piece of paper isn't worth a pruta, so don't try to confuse it with Kesef. You write on it, my field is sold to you or my field is given to you. That works. That affects the sale or the gift. So you see we're talking about Mecher and it says that the star works by itself. So who most love Umafarikla, he asked the question and then he came up with an answer. That would be a special case. Yes, if you're desperate to sell your field, your field is a bad field, you're desperate to sell it, right? It's really it's you know it's got it's got like, you know, it's been on the market, your house for like five years and finally you found somebody who's willing to buy it. In that case you don't need the money to change hands. There's Gmar Das and you'll take the money later. Okay? But in another case where there's a good market for it then there's no Gemar Das until you get the money in the pocket. So that makes it again clear it's not technically you know, it's, it's an act of Kenyan that needs two technical points. No, Star is the act of Kenyan. It works by Matana. It works when you're desperate to sell the field. But in cases where you're not desperate, we assume that you are reserving your Das and you're not, you're not you know, you, you yourself have not finalized it in your own mind until you get the money. Okay? By the way, here there's also a debate of the postkim of the Rishonim about do you need all the money or not? And here in particular you might think, ironically, that here maybe you do need all the money. Because here if the issue is Gemar Das, what is the Pruta going to do for your Gemar Das? Right? So here you might really need to get all the purchase price if I'm reserving, you know, my Gemar Das in this type of a case. Okay? But anyway, that's the similar type of question. Okay, but anyway, well, let me finish it. He rereads the Brite. He says it's not talking about two scenarios. Either or It's talking about one scenario. I'm giving you a gift of my field. But in that document, so there's no money changing hand. It's a gift. But in that document, I'm writing Why would I call it a mecher if it's a gift? Because let's say my creditor comes and collects that field from because of a debt. If it was just a gift, I'd say, all right, it was a gift. What do you want from me? You know, easy come, easy go. But if it was a sale and a creditor took it, you could ask me to be to compensate you, not ask. You could demand that I compensate you. Okay. So if I give you a gift, but I describe it also as a sale, it was a gift. But I'm describing it as a sale. What I am doing is I am giving you the right 
to come back to me to compensate you for it if it gets seized by a creditor. I'm a very generous guy. I'm not giving you a field, but I'm actually giving you the right to collect from me if that field was seized. Anyway, he makes it a special case. But basically, the Gemara now comes down that money, if, if the practice is to write a star, money doesn't do what you need a star. And even and if you write a star and it's, a, and, it's a tra- and it's not a special case, then you also need the money. So in the bottom line is, in most cases, you really need both because of Gemara Das issues. Each one is the act of the Opinion, but in most cases, because of Gamar Das, you need the other one to accompany it. This is arguing what the default would be if you didn't specify anything, essentially. One more time? No, this is just the default. Let's say we don't know. Then, all right, then they can't say whatever it is. Right? That's what they're saying. In other words, what is the lack of default? You know, if, if the parameters of the case were unclear, parameters of the case were clear, is whatever was the yeah, 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 so right. So right. You're just arguing like what the default. Well, but it's being mechadesh that in many, many cases you're going to need both, and you have to be aware of those issues. Um, the other thing to say about a star mecher is is that how do we conceptualize a star? Right. Often a star I've been saying is like you want it documented because how else do you prove that it's yours? Okay. But the other issue is is the I mean not the other issue. If you think about the range of cases where star works, kiddushin. Eved, Gittin, here. The way of conceptualizing a star, one way could be the raya in the star effects the transaction. Since you can prove you're married, prove your divorce, prove I own it, that written proof effects the transaction. But you'll notice that this did not mention any Aden. It just said you write on it. And it mentioned writing on a piece of pottery. Pottery can be forged, right? can scrape it away. So it's quite possible that when you're not dealing with Gittin and Kedushin, which needs Aden because Zavashab Erva, the nature of a star is not a raya. You can have a star Kenyan without it being able to serve as a proof. What it is, is it's a written expression of my das. I am concretizing my das by writing it down and giving it to you. So I, it's basically that, that this, you know, it's like the word made real. Okay, but it is not because it now can, you can prove anything. You can't prove it. It's a piece of pottery. It wasn't signed. It wasn't witnesses. Okay, but because I, if I writ, wrote it and gave you a written expression, that affects the transaction. So it's a very important way of thinking about what star could be, what a star machira could be. Okay, and now we go to Chazaka. The Chazaka. Um, you know what? Where do you know this? I'm a Dwell in the cities that you have seized. How do you seize the cities? Just dwelling in it. Today, Rabbi Yishmael Tana, you shall, you know, inherit, you shall uh, um, uh, take possession of it and dwell in it. In which way do you take possession? Just by dwelling. Okay, it's actually interesting. The difference between Kedusha Rishon and Kedusha Shni of Eretz Yisrael. The Raman says Kedusha Rishona was like a kivush milchama because they sort of seized it in war. But the Kedusha Shnia, they were given the right by the king of you know uh, of uh, Persia to um, to return. So they didn't seize it; they just settled in the cities. And the settling was a Kenyan Chazaka. The Raman calls it a Kenyan Chazaka, the Kenyan of Eretz Yisrael, the second time. That's Kedusha Shnia. Now the interesting thing though is is that so conceptually you get it. So what would I therefore say that take that it means to uh, chazaka. I would say, I guess it means to take up residence in a place, yeah, right? But that's not what, yeah, and how much time and whatever. I mean, you know, some sense of your 
settling yourself. You're, you know, now if it's a field of wheat, you don't should settle in the field. But I guess I would say, you know, uh, harvesting the wheat or doing planting or something of that nature. Anyway, let's take a look because we're going to see what the act of chazaka is and exactly how it's conceptually the same as this idea of yeshiva is not 100 percent clear to me. Right, yes, okay, because yeshiva may take some time, right? Meaning, like, you have to I understand. Right so let, do it right away. I, so, that's why I put it out yeah. there. So let's take a look at what chazaka is. Okay, we'll get back to the act of chazaka in a minute. Things that don't have a chrayas that is not land is with mashicha. Okay, as we said, you know, animals maybe are something a little bit different, maybe mesira, but basically, and it, it's mashicha. By the way, mashicha is not to exclude hagba. Hagba is always great. Hagba always works. Okay, so minalan, where do you know that that general chattel is with mashicha? When you sell a sale to your friend or you purchase something and um, although the larger context in the Pesukim there is about selling land that's the Isra of Ona of overcharging and ironically Chazal say that the Isra of Ona does not apply by land it only applies by chattel so they understand that this Pesuk of making a sale again if you look at the Pesukim in Bahar it's talking in the context of land they understand that it's talking about chattel okay and it describes the sale by that you take something from the hand of your friend something that transfers from hand to hand so it's a transfer of possession that Mashiach that's taking onto you which is the Kenyan now the Gemara says that's very nice if you say that that's Doraita that Mashiach works by chattel but there's the position of Rabbi Yochanan in Baba Metziah that says biblically by chattel it's money it's not the physical taking of possession Michael and Amar so what can you say you're obviously not going to prove it from a Pasuk because he says it's all Rabbinic Mashiach fine fine so then I'm telling you the Durabanan Halacha and then you don't need a Pasuk the Durabanan Halacha now I want to just say something because we're talking about the conceptual reason about why these Kinyanim are different about why Rabbi Yochanan says if the Arisa money works you need to actually take possession and he basically says for the following reason and this has to do again with the difference between chattel and land let's say Michael gave me a thousand dollars for uh, you know a shipment of I don't know of whatever of, of, of wheat and then I said to Michael Michael you know what terrible thing happened there was an accident and all the yeah, yeah exactly the, all, all the wheat you know it burned it burned down I'm sorry you're out your money now even if I'm not lying right um, the point is is that as long as even if I'm a shomer you can say well I'm a shomer for his object okay but I'm a shomer chinam I'm a shomer sachar like it's you know he he doesn't want me to be in possession of his object and be holding on to it even if I have some liability towards it if he bought it right he's you know it's not in his interest that it should be his until he can take possession of it um, and therefore we said that until you do Mashiach for Rabbi Yochanan you know it doesn't work okay now that now that is again something that is very different than land land right there's no way of actual physical taking of possession it's always there so as long as you gave the money if you want the land go get it it's always there to be gotten okay so again it's, it, it makes it clear that something that can move being in my control is the biggest demonstration that it's mine being under you know in my house t- I took it and so on and actually there's something that is makes it very problematic that it's my thing under your control so that's why it's very much about Mashiach and Hagabah whereas by land where it's not really uh, there is not that reality of being under control you go to other things you go to Kesef Shtar Kesef and Shtar both of which don't really are really about the act of the transaction 
direction. They're really not about being controlled. Star maybe you could think about being controlled in the sense that if it's a star raya, so it's an evidence about whose it is, that's a degree of demonstrating control, but more it's about the act of the transaction. The one thing that is a degree of control is this idea of chazaka, which we're going to get back to. Yes. You know, very Mashiach, you can do Mashiach on like part of it, that affects the rest of it. Like, for instance, like with the wheat, right? That's a I, I don't have to be motion every single grain of wheat, do I? Yeah, <laughs> you do. I mean, okay. if it's all in a box, you might be able to do a little Mashiach no, on the box. Bushels of wheat. What do you have to do? Lift every single one of them up? Yeah. Okay. And so if let's say something happens to half of it, then I can say it's not mine. Correct. So it's gonna, and even though I gave you the money for it, and I did Mashiach on half of it, yep. it burns down. I can say, Revelation, I'm sorry, half of it burns down, and I didn't Mashiach on the rest of it. It's your loss. Yep. Um, okay so I mean if it's all in a box and you do a little and we'll see something like that in a minute but if it's all in a box and you do a little mashiach on the box you might not have to totally no, displace the box okay now we're going to get back to this idea that you can do take do one together with the other okay if you sell land then the metatlin can come with it so let's take a look Where does you know that if you do a kinyan on land of kezashar and chazaka you can also transfer metatlin with it amar chizkiyad and he gave them various gifts in together with um, walled cities in Yehuda so they came together with it which means that so by taking possession of the walled cities they got the gifts that came together now here's the big question they raise the question do you need them to be piled in the, on the plot of land or not okay now you obviously under, now first of all you obviously understand conceptually why you would want them to be piled if you sort of say it's a package you take possession of the land you could say you take possession of the land and it's like and you know you're selling a furnished house right you take possession of the land and everything that's on the land it all comes together as a package if it's not on the land what the difference does it make that I bought a little plot of land here in Minnesota that I should take possession of your of your Jaguar right over in France right like what does that have to do okay somehow you could say because land is such a big Kenyan right obviously clearly it's like the weightier like Karka you know is a sense of a permanence or whatever that somehow it's like if I have the degree of Gemar Das to be Kona land then things that are more trivial can be considered to be also included in the Masa Kenyan but it's conceptually it's a lot easier if they're on the land itself they're all one bundle now here's the question if that's true, why this is called the Kenyan Agav, by the way, and not in the not in the Mishnah because you know it's an Aramaic word, but Agav means sort of you know together with. So um, so the question is, if it has to be on the land, why do you need a Kenyan Agav? Why don't I? Why am I not just Konet because of a Kenyan Chutzer? I took possession of the house, and then your furniture was in. Now it's my house, so I take and you want to sell me your furniture, so I take possession of it because it's in my yard, right? Why do you need a Kenyan Agav? Why not just have it as a Kenyan Chutzer? Is that clear what that question is? Mm-hmm. Yes? Okay, mm-hmm. so... Does it make a difference? What? Well, yeah, I mean, it could make a difference. Well, uh, I mean, well, first of all, the first difference is why is it being introduced as a type of king? We can come up with differences. But the basic answer that we've shown him say is... Kinyan Chatzar only works if it's a Chatzar Mishtameris, if it's protected property. So in the case of the house, you're right, I don't need a Kinyan Agav. If you want to sell me your furniture with the house, then after, you know, it's like conceptually a split second after I own the house, I own the furniture because it's now in my house. But if, but if it's in, if it's in my, right like, field of wheat, which is not protected and not guarded, okay, there's no Kinyan Chatzar there. 
And nevertheless, there's this, this Kenyan of Agav. So that's just important to distinguish. And the question is, does it have to be on the property to be seen as a package? Or because Karka is such a weighty type of a Kenyan, such, you know, conceived as, the, as, as the, the, a much bigger deal, then I can just piggyback stuff on together with it. So be in Siburin alone. Do you need it to be piled or not? I'm going to have Yosef Tarshma come in here. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Karka Koshu, even the smallest amount of land, Chayevis Pepeya, you'd have to give Peya. Of course, the Yerushalm basically says that it can't be the smallest amount because you would need two stalks. You need right. to do a Ketzira and then leave something over for the Peya. So it says, well, maybe you had one stalk that had like five uh, ears coming out of it. So you harvested one ear, the other ears were Peya. Anyway, the smallest amount of land is Chayv and Peya. Ubi Bikurim, and by Bikurim, you could say Adamash and Atatali. Okay? You'd have to be being Bikurim from wheat because a tree would require much more space. Okay? The Licht of Aleph Prisbo, you can only write a Prisbo, right, to prevent Shemitah from annulling the debt, so you can only write it if the borrower has karka, um, because the logic is, well, one way of explaining it is, is that a standard loan is... um, has Karka to collect from and Hillel only made his t- right you wouldn't lend money if you didn't have a lien on a property and Hillel only made his Takana when they're in, in, in standard loans so if the borrower has property I can write a Prisbo and entitle me to collect after Shemitah otherwise I can't another way of conceptualizing it is because one of the logics of why Prisbo works is that you know it's based on the Pesach of Asher Yelecha Tachicha Tashmet Yadecha the money that's owed to you you know you should let you know you have to uh, relieve the debt so if I can't throw it over to Bastin, it's not money owed to me. But another con- uh, relevant aspect is um, is the idea that it's um, that it's uh, what the pasuk. Um, I remember the puzzle. But anyway, it's, it's something that has yet to be collected and not something that is somewhat considered to be already in my possession. So, for example, if I have collateral, uh, the Shemitah doesn't, doesn't like annul the debt because it's already to some degree under my control, under my possession. So land is a little bit like that because land, because I have liens on the land, right, the, co- the, the money out there to be, from my debt to be collected from is already to some degree accessible to me and I have liens on that land. So that's another way where it limits the ability of Shemitah to a no. So when Tzil made his Prisbo, he wanted it to have these other qualities to it that helped explain why Shemitah would not annul it. Yes? I'm just having trouble understanding what the difference is between that and just a normal debt. It isn't. So, so it is true. A normal debt Shmita doesn't know. However, there is some discussion in the Gemara that maybe actually if it's a debt with a star and with the Kenyan Achrayis written into the star, maybe actually Shmita like wouldn't know it. Okay? But normally, let's assume that a normal debt Shmita would. But nevertheless, it's on a continuum. Of, it's closer to the concept of something being like already, already collected. It's not yet there. Right? That's why you need the Prisbo. But it's closer. So if something is an oral debt and there's no evidence or there's no land and there's no whatever it's much more out of my reach than the land so you're right land isn't enough by itself but it's closer okay so you need a smallest bit of land to write a prosbo and then here it gets why it's relevant for us the liknos imanachasim she'inam achrayas and with the smallest bit of land you can transfer that land and transfer with it you know nechasim she'inam achrayas cattle okay so now if you need the cattle to be piled in the land how much 
Kosh cattle can you pile in a square inch of land, in a kosher? Okay, so Gemara says, via Marta, be in Siburin, if you need it piled in the land, Koshu, my Chazi, what can you do with a little square, square centimeter of land? So, okay, Targum, money is bigger than a square centimeter. So, Targuma, Rav Shmua Barbisna, coming to Rav Yosef, so Shmua Barbisna said in front of Rav Yosef, Kigon Shenatzpa Machat. Ah, you have a needle. In the, you know, vertical, you yeah, know, in the land. Needle. So in order to be machna the needle, you can lose a small bit of land. So he said... Oh, we're getting there. So he said, I'm Ravashi. Man lim, I'm sorry, I skipped the line. Um, so, I'm only Rav Yosef. Kabastan, so Rav Yosef said to this word, Rashi says this word means like you're, you know, you're causing us a headache. Rashi says, you're, you know, you're, you're causing me anguish. Ich machat. The time is going to tell me something to tell me about how to transfer Needles, like you know, you like like if you're selling a kosu, then you wouldn't say that if the whole relevance is for a needle. Now the point is, I'm not so sure, because the point is, I just want to establish the legal principle. The legal principle is there is no minimum amount of land to do a Kenyan agav. It's true, whatever you're selling has to be piled in the land, but other than that, there's no minimum. So if you can fit something in a tiny bit, it works. If you need bigger to fit it, but the principle is there's no fundamental minimum to the land. There's just a requirement of Tziburim. So I really don't see there as a problem at all. But he says, oh, you would never say this if the only nafkamina is a needle. So the answer is, um, I don't know if so it back. No, maybe on my needle, I, I, I hung from the needle like a pearl that was worth a thousand zoos. So it's not trivial to tell me I can do a needle, which I suppose means the point that I was saying, which is the, it's the legal principle that's important. And yes, you're going to teach me even the smallest amount of land. Whatever you can fit, that's your business. Okay, so that does not prove the issue. Tashma, come in here. I'm a rebel echa. There was a story of a certain person from the place, this place of Madon. Shahaya v'Yerushalayim. He was in Yerushalayim. He had a lot of cattle. The and he wanted to give them as a gift. Amulo. People said to him, "Ain lo takana." There is no way to solve this situation to transfer all this cattle as a gift. He might have might be your case. Like if you have a thousand sheep, what are you going to do? Do a mashiach on each sheep? You know how do you do kinyanim on all this cattle? So here's here's what you got to do. Transfer them through land. That'll be a quick way to transfer all of your cattle. Okay, Ma'a, so what did he do? He brought a bait seller. Now, the seller is a coin. So the Gemara is going to first understand what that means. Is Either it means, Rashi has two explanations. Either it means a little plot of land the size of a coin. Okay, or, um, or you know, or Rashi says maybe it's from the word of seller as a rock. And it means like a pointed rock, but nevertheless something that's presumed to have like not any real surface area to it. Some of the Yerushalayim, near Yerushalayim, Amar, Sifoni Zeliploni, the north of this of this field go, will go to so and so. The Imo and transfer with this Neatzon, a hundred sheep, Umeir Chaviot, and a hundred barrels of wine. Umate, and then he died. The king was Zvarov, and they said, okay, it was a good sale. Okay, he obviously did some Kenyan on the field, you know, on the field. Now the man has the following question. One minute. If you, however, need it to be piled by bait seller in my chazi, how can you pile all that stuff either on a tiny plot of land or on a top of a rock? So the you know a pointed rock. rock. So the Gemara says, yeah, rock. Rock. right. So the Gemara says, me stuff it's bait seller. 
Salamamash. What things do you think we're talking literally a sal? Again, Rashi's explanation is either a coin or or a rock, a pointed t- you know a, a, a you know pointed rock. No, my sela did not fish tuva. No, no, no. Selamia was a large plot of land. The my carlos sela. Why do they call it a sela? The kashi could sell it. It was hard land. That's why you know he was only buying it. it he was only buying it to affect the transaction. So he's not going to buy good fertile land, right? He bought a plot of a big plot of uh, you know hard air you know unusable land and. Uh, uh, and then he used it to affect the transaction. Fine, okay. But enachinami, the stuff was on it. Of we course, got it, out of it. so yes. But but of course, it does not sound that way from the brayta. It sounds like you transfer a little bit of land, you're able to transfer other stuff with it. Tashma, come in here. The Amar of Amarav, Master with his birdman. Shechal He grew. He was sick in Yerushalayim, meaning he was on his deathbed. Now the question, before we move any further, that the Gemara interrupts with is: If he's on his deathbed, why do you need to do a particular type of a kinyan? We have the general words that the words of somebody on their deathbed he checked the transaction themselves so the Gemara says either we're talking Rebbe Eliezer that, that either we're talking that he was on his deathbed but it's like Rebbe Eliezer Rebbe Eliezer says there's no halach of shchiv meirah that even on your deathbed you, you know you can only sell tra- you know transfer with a real Kenyan so either the story was he was on his deathbed and it's according to Rebbe Eliezer that you need a real Kenyan the Amile or some say that he wasn't on his deathbed and therefore goes even like the Rabbanan but one way or another this guy needed to do a real Kenyan okay um, he had a lot of uh, proper of cattle. And he wanted to give them with a gift. Um, they said to him, He can't do that in any normal way, right? He can't what again lift up every object, do mashiach on every object. The way to do it is to get some land. Okay. Uh, where are we? Um, um, so what do he do? He got the place of a rova, and that actually is a certain measure, which is uh, a, a rova hakav, which is not too big, okay? But it's, so it's a certain size field, an acre or whatever, a quarter of an acre, let's say. 104 to 6 square amma. 104 to 6 square amma, now you know. 200 feet, about 200, let's say 200 feet by 200 feet, not a huge plot, okay? Bait rova, where are we? Um... Uh, not only that he said a square tefach leploni is transferred to so and so the mo and with it a hundred sheep and a hundred barrels of wine explain what explain that yeah exactly and if you think you need piled tefach al tefach lemai chazi how are you going to fit all that stuff on a tefach by tefach so the Gemara says ah we are going to explain it to you he didn't really transfer a hundred sheep and a hundred bales of wine. What he did was he put $10,000 of money in that little square inch of a plot. Of course, and why did he say a thousand bales of sheep and a thousand bales of wine? The amount yeah. is equivalent to it. Maybe he told his servant, go figure out the amount and put that amount, you know, in that plot of land. Obviously, a very weak answer. Okay? So the Gemara says, what, one minute. Um, now the Gemara is going to finally get to the question of, in terms of seeing is this a viable answer that he put just the money is the question about why was Karka the only way of doing this? Aren't there other ways of affecting a transaction? So let's take a look. The Gemara says like this. You know what? That makes sense. 
that we're talking about money. Really? Why? If we're literally talking about sheep and barrels, so why was it so hard to transfer it? Why couldn't he have just done it with Chalipin? You know, you get the guy near you and you do a Kenyan Suder and Kenyan Suder like works for everything. Right? So what's the big problem? Why didn't you need Karka? Just do a Kenyan Suder. Ah, if it's money, we understand. Because money is the one thing that you can't be Kona Bechalipin. Well, money and women. Okay, so, so therefore, uh, so therefore, if it was money, we understand he had no other choice. But if it was, if it was, so, if it was the real objects, well, just do Chalipin. Who needed this? Right. So the Gemara says, Velamai, with me. So what do you want to say? You want to say that it was money? There's other ways to do money. Do a Kenyan Meshicha. Right, have somebody just uh, take the money, even if even if the guy isn't around. Have somebody take the money for the guy. So do Khalip and do so. So we, now we've got a question we got to answer besides this issue of tziburin, which is why was it so difficult? Right, if it was metaltolin, do mashicha. If it was money, I mean, if it was metaltolin, do do chalipin. If it was money, do mashicha. Why did you have to do this karka? So the Gemara says, Ella, the answer must be the lesson lemakabel matana. Haranam the lesson lemakabel matana. The answer must be, you know, why we didn't do it? Because the other party wasn't around, and therefore you couldn't do mashicha, and you couldn't do and you couldn't do chalipin. Of course, if the other party isn't around, you know what else you can't do? You can't do kesef, and you can't do shtar. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you could do chazaka. Maybe you get the message to him, and he goes and he on his own does chazaka. Anyway, so let's keep on working okay. about this. Well, we'll see. Because before that, we have to, besides that question, we have to say, and if he wasn't around, uh, so what? Let somebody stand in for him. So let somebody else stand in for him and do a Kenyan Chalipin, right? Or do a Meshicha. So the answer is, Lo Sam Chadaita. No. So first of all, Rashi says, if he's not around, you understand why you didn't do Chalipin. You know why you didn't do Chalipin? Because Michael, let's say I'm trying to sell, let's say I'm trying to sell my sheep to Charlie and Charlie isn't around and we want to do it by Chalipin. How would that transaction take place? And I want you to help out. What would you have to do? Uh, you, you're representing right. Charlie. So I'd have to give the chalipin something that you would have to give me you something of yours. Yeah. You don't want to give me something right. of yours. So we can't do chalipin because if the guy isn't around, nobody else wants to volunteer their object. But how about do how about do you know mashicha? If it's money, take this money and take possession of it for Charlie. So that answer is, I'm not giving you the money right. I want you to give. I don't trust right. you. Okay. The, uh, the, so he says. I don't feel confident giving you the money. You'll go and uh, take the money yourself. Okay. So therefore, therefore, we, before getting to was it money or was it the sheep, we have to explain why you didn't do something else. So why you didn't do Chalipin was because nobody wants to give me their thing to do Chalipin. You can why, right back. Can't you? I know. So it's not a great answer. Why it wasn't Kesef was why it wasn't Mashicha if we're dealing with if we're dealing with sheep and barrels we know why it wasn't Mashicha because as Michael asked in his earlier question you'd have to do it on a thousand barrels but if it's money I just anyway I don't trust him to do it so you can't do Mashicha if it's money you can't do Chalipin if it's Metaltalin so you had to do these other things of course the question now becomes but he's not around Charlie isn't around to do these other things ah but I don't care for example if it was a star I just write Sidi Natuna to Charlie and I give it to Michael I'm not afraid that he's going to pocket the money right that just does it, right? Um, Kesef, he won't give me a dollar for Charlie, but I can write a star, okay? So presumably, I mean, the Gemara didn't sort of spell all that out, but presumably that's the answer. So wait, let's see the Gemara. So now we have these two explanations. We understand why he didn't do something else, um, and we still don't know whether we're talking about the money that was Tiburin or whether it was the objects and you don't need Tiburin. Okay, so the Gemara says like this. Um, uh, what does it mean there was no other way of solving it there was a way of solving it 
You just didn't want to use the option, but you couldn't give him, you know, done a mashiach on the money. Hachikamar. The maidu of Samchadate. No. Based on your reservations, this person did not want to give the money to this third party. Then he had to do karka. Sure, there was other ways to do it, but not other ways that this person thought were viable. So therefore, you know, giving money wouldn't work if it was the issue of money because you don't trust the guy. Doing Khalipin wouldn't work because presumably the other people don't want to participate. Maybe the reason those people don't want to participate is they feel if this guy's about to die, maybe he'll give them to me if I don't. Anyway, who knows? Anyway, the other people don't want to participate. So presumably, though, Karka could have worked, I guess, by star, and maybe you can get the other people to participate by star. Yes, so. This is these discussions assuming that I have an appointment of Shiak. Is there? No, it's for, for years of chus. It's a matana. Zachan Adam Shalom Befana. Oh, okay. Okay, so we will continue tomorrow to see the resolution about whether you need Siburin or not. Thank you. All right.